Hello, uh, this is the second episode in the podcast. Um, we're going to go over the tech news that came out this week. Um, so strap in, get some popcorn, get your favorite drink, because this might be a long podcast. It might be a short podcast. I don't know. It depends on how fast I get through this. So the first thing I wanted to talk about is um, how TikTok... Um, the parent company being ByteDance um, has apparently for their upcoming live uh, video streaming service uh, I don't know exactly what it's called I forget they apparently used um, OBS Studios code in their live uh, application so that's not a bad thing in itself that they use OBS Studio's code because OBS Studio is a free and open source software uh, platform anyone can take the code anyone can distribute it anyone can edit it it's completely free under the the uh, GPL version 2 license now TikTok decided to do this but not give users public access to their source code that they ripped off of OBS Studio which is in direct violation of that license agreement uh, apparently according to a few users on Twitter uh, this was spotted in their source code because the it is available but it's not you have to dig for it. it's not publicly available and OBS has reached out to TikTok or ByteDance to settle this because they want Obviously, they want them to be in compliance with that GPL version 2 agreement, uh, license agreement, and, you know, for the source code to be publicly available since it's free and open source software. Um, TikTok has obviously not commented on this. Uh, I don't know if they will. I don't know what will happen. Apparently, they took the streaming service down uh, after this came out, so maybe they're you know putting in a link somewhere to where they can download the source code people can download the source code I have no idea what will happen with that but it is a very interesting topic now moving on uh, Microsoft and Qualcomm have a special deal um, with arm chips made from Qualcomm we've known this for a while Qualcomm and Microsoft's deal is coming to an end which could mean uh, Windows arm on Macs on the M1 chipset that Mac or Apple makes for Mac uh, this isn't a very big deal but it is a very big deal in the same sense because ARM is a relatively underdeveloped platform for chipsets and the M1 chip in particular is very 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 good at outperforming uh, those normal x86 x64 based processors like Intel and AMD so Windows on a Mac could return which would be very cool I would personally like to see it um, you know it, it's nice that companies aren't locking you to one OS for the majority of time I mean some devices are hard, lock, hard locked but that's besides the point um, but yeah very interesting indeed I will be interested to see that and I will update whenever there is more information about that uh, when their when their Qualcomm's and Microsoft's deal expires 
Moving on to Mac. Um, so Mac is apparently making an external display. Uh, well, not Mac, but Apple is making an external display for their MacBook Pros, for their uh, Mac Pros, etc. Um, it's a wave of rumors, so it's not set in stone. But apparently it'll be a successor to, there will be a successor to the Pro Display XDR as they make already. Uh, I believe that's a 5K dis resolution display. I could be wrong. And then they're making a lower priced one as well, uh, which could be anywhere from Quad HD to 1080p. I have no idea. In Apple fashion, it'll probably be Quad HD. Um, but yeah, I'm, I am interested to see what will happen with that as well. Um, Apple software does complement their hardware pretty well. However, their hardware isn't that good to begin with. Uh, if you're trying to run games or anything like that. But for video editing and um, programming, uh, Mac is a very, very good OS for those uh, use cases. And I will be interested in seeing what kind of display they release and if it can connect to any other um, system that isn't a Mac as well. Because I might honestly buy this display if I can run it off my Linux machine or if I can run it off my Windows machine. Because uh, I do a lot of programming, I do a lot of video editing, I do a lot of gaming. So it'll be very interesting to see. Moving on, uh, Linux had quite a few um, articles about the news this week. It looks like, so we'll talk about the first thing that came out this week uh, on December 17th. The Steam client update um, that just came out this week greatly improves VA API hardware decoding on Linux. So that's basically um, what that is, is it's using... Sorry, I was interrupted. Uh, like I was saying, VA API hardware decoding is um, software decoding for hardware, depending on what you're using. So it could be NVIDIA or AMD um, software or hardware. And decoding basically what that is, is in the software level, it decodes um, what your graphics card is sending to your computer in real time and with the improvement it makes that faster which is a good thing for everyone who likes to game on the linux slash gnu platform uh, myself included um, debian gnu linux 11.2 bullseye released with 30 security updates and 64 bug fixes that is a lot uh, for one week um, obviously the debian team is working very hard uh, over the holiday season. This might be the last update we see before the holiday seasons for that distribution, but it's good to see that they're doing it. Um, and the next piece of news we got is Pop OS 21.10 with the Linux 5.15 kernel uh, released this week. They also released support for the Raspberry Pi 4, which is an ARM-based device, like I said previously with the Mac uh, M1 ARM chip. Raspberry Pi is ARM, 
and they it seems they only release support for the Raspberry Pi 4 which is the newest one which makes sense because it's the beefiest out of all of them uh, that could handle that so that is good news indeed um, in other news the FCC settles with Verizon and AT&T and uh, T-Mobile over uh, failed 911 calls so apparently in 2020, AT&T, Verizon, Intrado, and CenturyLink, and T-Mobile uh, had this issue where failed 911 calls happened. So people would call 911, nothing happened, it failed, the call would disconnect. So AT&T is apparently going to settle 460000 and it looks like Lumen Technologies, who's the parent company of CenturyLink, will pay 3.8 million and Intrado paying 1.7 million. Verizon settled with the FCC over an investigation of an outage that took place on May 7, 2020, paying $274,000 as a result. That's very interesting. Um, I mean, this is kind of old news. I remember when it happened, uh, it made headlines. Obviously, people couldn't call 911, but it's interesting to see that now that they have to pay for that uh, a year later, so that is interesting indeed um, iCloud for Windows was updated with password generator and pro raw and pro res support so that's a lot so uh, as you know Apple does release software applications for Windows um, but they released an update to the iCloud utility for Windows which basically means uh, pro raw and pro res are the um, display information for ProRes displays and ProRaw format filing for uh, Mac if I'm not butchering that so you can generate strong passwords that can be used by apps or websites just like in Mac OS and iOS um, and also with the ProRaw and ProRes formats those are image and video codecs that store more information in each file and have less quality loss. Now, if you take Pro Raw photos or shoot ProRes with an iPhone, um, the content can actually be synchronized, and um, you you will be able to look at it on your Windows computer. So that's pretty cool. But wrapping up, uh, we do have the holiday season coming up. Uh, December twenty fourth or twenty fifth is not that long uh, from now. The current recording date is December nineteenth. So we probably will get one more week or maybe a partial week of tech news in before, um, you know, the holidays start. And after the holidays start, uh, I will have more to report on. So I hope you guys enjoyed the first episode of this podcast, and I will try to make it a weekly thing. I may have to do it bi-weekly depending on uh, how my schedule looks but and I may have a few guests on here as well so look forward to that and but anyway thank you for listening to my podcast and you guys have a good rest of your night or day